Hi, I'm JT Angstrom. Thank you for joining the 3PL Summit hosted by FreightWaves. Joining me today is a special guest, Jeff Kelly, president of Nolan Transportation. Jeff, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. How uh, how have things been sort of year to date? It's uh, it's great to have you on. I know, I know that this year has been a unique one to start. Uh, I'm interested to hear a little bit about uh, what you've seen in Breathe. Yeah, sure. So it's been a, definitely been an interesting 12 or really 14 months if we think about a year in that term versus 2021. Um, as we talked about before, I joined in February of 2020, having left a career of 20 plus years at, at UPS um, and sort of preceded probably the most volatile time in really my entire tenure and probably most people's in the freight markets for sure, where shortly after joining in February, the markets basically just shut down, right? And me personally, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, JT, but I was commuting to Chicago Monday morning um, from Atlanta and coming back Friday afternoon. So I went from living on the road to to being at home completely. So that was a personal um, shift as well. Um, but it was actually really a great time here at NTG where we were able to really set our strategy out um, just before that all happened. And despite all the turmoil and volatility that pursued, um, we were well positioned and kind of stayed the course through through that period. And as as the markets in April really came to to a close, and we saw, like most rates with carriers, just plummet, margins temporarily expand, and then quickly accelerate the other way to sort of all time highs on rates. Truckers coming back into the market trying to take advantage of the rates that they had been complaining about just a short while before. And kind of seeing that through to the end of the year in a peak season that was different as well, not just from a freight perspective, but a parcel perspective, knowing how e-commerce, while it had been growing for some time, accelerated at a level that nobody anticipated with everybody being at home. And really trying to stay the course during that period of excessively high rates um, and making sure that our customers were getting the trucks that they needed as well as expanding on terms of what we were trying to do with different shipper sets and different technology investments and staying the course in, in growing, meaning hiring more and more people that set us up very, very well for this year. And then so this year coming out of a peak season that really extended into mid-January um, and then started to soften like you typically see at that point, we were met with some pretty extreme storms again in February, right? And so we saw rates that had started to come off in mid-January quickly rebound to all-time highs again uh, in February. And, and here we are now approaching a produce season and people trying to understand what's what's going to happen from here. Um, so it's been an exciting, interesting, dynamic environment to come into. I think we've been very successful here at NTG to, to survive and thrive quite honestly, in that environment, continue to add to our team leadership-wise, invest in technology, which we can talk about more, uh, setting us up better for the future, and just be in a position to, to handle whatever is thrown our way here over the next three months with produce season and then, and then the second half of the year for 2021. Yeah, no, I appreciate that overview. And that's, that's, um, that's, that's really awesome background for not only what's happened sort of year to date, but also what's kind of materialized throughout the 2020 period, which, as you noted, it has, was obviously is a very unique one. You commented within your response that I, I want to underscore and, and, and parse out a little bit. So you actually joined Nolan in February of 2020, um, which is a really unique time to be starting a role of your sort. And so 
Can we talk a bit about like in broader strokes what it's like, you know, understanding the the significant amount of history you've had in the freight space, recognizing that, but also what, what is it like, you know, starting a new role, leadership role of that sort, with the type of platform you're on, with Nolan obviously being a, a very large player in the space combined with Transportation Insight. What's it like starting a new role like that right ahead of uh, as significant of an event of an event as COVID has become? So, yeah, joining in February 2020, obviously, I could have never anticipated the change that was about to come. It was a significant change for me already in having left a 20-year career at a very stable company in UPS, certainly had some recent experience with five years or so in the freight markets with Coyote. Um, but it did join a very different business in that it was more of a startup still. It had become quite large, but very, very rapid growth. So there was a lot in front of me to really tackle to try to help the business evolve to that higher level of professionalism and organizational strategic thinking to help take it to the next level. And then suddenly, boom, the pandemic hit. So it was a struggle for me in a couple of ways. I think the first was most materially the fact that I couldn't really get out and meet a lot of the people at NTG. And that is part of my leadership style. I, I like to visit all the offices. I like to get to know who the people are that are helping run the business and really set the tone of the strategy from a face-to-face -face perspective. It can't, to me, be all that effective if it's just coming down from from high above, if you will, at corporate. I like to have dialogue with people and make sure they understand what we're doing, why we're doing it, and where they fit into it. And obviously, that was a very difficult thing to accomplish working remotely. Um, we did handle opening up the offices quite well over the summertime leading into late November, again, when everything effectively got shut down. But that varied state by state. So we had to really leverage Zoom and platforms like this to try to communicate. But it's not ideal. I still believe being in the office is a much more effective way to operate. But we did succeed and we did stay the course, as I suggested, in starting to implement some of our strategic uh, imperatives and really make a difference in terms of how we go to market, how we segment our customers, how we segment our carriers, how we attack both of them, all of them differently and appropriately for who they are. And then also starting on our tech strategy to really take our system FreightHawk to the next level to really drive not only internal efficiency and intelligence, leveraging the data, but better serving our external partners and shippers and carriers. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a challenging year to execute all of that, but I think largely a very successful year. Yeah, I would think so. And, and, and you know, from what I've been able to surmise, you guys have done a phenomenal job of navigating incredibly volatile and uncertain freight markets. You know, so congratulations to your team for that. And obviously that's all being done within a period of, you know, somewhat change or, or evolution upwards, if you would call it that. And so can we talk a little bit about, you know, the technology strategy that, you know, I don't want to say implementing, but, you know, evolving to your point and, and how you're also interlaying that with some new hires and, and, you know, upgrading talent and thinking about expanding the business and, you know, using that to drive enhanced, you know, value proposition to your customers. And we can talk about what that means, not just today, but then into the future afterwards. Sure. Yeah, it really begins with a thorough diligence to understand what we've got and how well it works in, in accomplishing what it is that we're trying to do. And obviously, after you know a, a 10 year period or so, the technology that you started with probably isn't the technology that you want, um, just because it kind of develops very quickly and sort of um, 
less intentionally than perhaps you would have thought when you started. So we've started that kind of all over again and really taking a, um, a three level view of things. How do we want to enable our internal people to do their jobs better, leveraging the technology so that they're efficient and quick and leveraging the data to help them make better decisions. But ultimately all that speed and intelligence has to better serve our shippers and carriers. So we're taking also the perspective of what does the technology do to create stickiness and efficiency for our shippers? And the same thing as well on the carrier side, right? It's equally important that our carriers can do business with NTG easily and effectively to help perform their business a whole lot better. So we actually have a lot of work underway to do all of that. Um, we'll be talking more in the future about some of the investments we're making uh, on that front, as well as just general scalability, making sure our systems can continue to grow with us. Security, it's, it's no secret to anybody that hackers are on the loose, especially in the logistics space today, and really targeting a lot of us to, to do what they do in, in a nefarious way. So we want to make sure that we're protected and, and therefore protecting our shippers and carriers as well. Um, we can't afford to be taken down. Um, and really then getting those products. We want to make sure the tech that we're building actually creates value. I think it can be very easily a slippery slope where you think you're doing some pretty, pretty cool things. But at the end of the day, has there been any value created? So we're very intentional, beginning with me and all the other leaders. They're involved in the tech build. It's not our IT department kind of sitting inside their own little silo, developing a new product, hoping that it works and handing it off to us. It's a very collaborative approach internally. And I think that's critically important to have the development of the of the roadmap directly associated or interrelated with the market to to then drive the the the, uh, the initiatives of, of you know IT and technology in total. And I know you all have done a phenomenal job with that. And I, I bring that up because you know sort of the follow on you know question or subject for discussion is you know how have you seen that directly market driven technology help you? navigate these you know highly cyclical and or volatile incredibly uncertain freight markets and support your customers in times of need yeah it, it's hard right everybody's trying to solve for the perfect pricing tool and i think the one thing uh at least that i would assume is that really doesn't exist things can move so quickly in the freight market and for people that aren't necessarily familiar with all the nuances in the freight market they find it very difficult to believe that a truck could cost X at eight in the morning and two X at noon on the same lane for the same freight. I mean, there's so much variability to consider that. We wanna make sure that our tech also has a people influence, right? We wanna make sure that in this example of pricing algorithm, that there are people monitoring this through operational processes to make sure that our intelligence leveraging that data is keeping up with how the market is going. And also thinking longer term, right? Whether you're trying to cover a load for the day for the next week that you're thinking about that intelligently. So harmonizing the intelligence of the people operating as well as the intelligence of the system, but not relying on one versus the other necessarily. I think that sort of collaborative approach for tech and people is, is critical. Yeah, I know I completely agree. And and I think I think I think the work you all have done collectively has been, you know, from from what I've heard from you know market and channel tracks has been incredibly robust and super beneficial to the end market users. And so with that, can we talk a little bit about what you look at in terms of the marketplace, in terms of technology, and maybe not by logo, but, you know, you know product style base, technology that you, you look for in the market that you think either is already at a, a uh, 
uh, a market position of being super beneficial for the asset light space and or, um, you know, another bucket would be, you know, what type of technology do you think, um, you know, should be built out to benefit the asset light space? And, and what are emerging trends or themes that you're really monitoring in hopes that you, you can stay ahead of uh, market transitions? Yeah, so from a technology perspective in, in the in the competitive marketplace, we, we segment it into a couple different views. The first is those that aspire to be a pure digital broker, trying to have technology solved completely for matching shippers and carriers. Then you've got the incumbents, the top five, 10 major players out there who are also investing in technology in a much more significant way. And then you've, of course, got a highly fragmented space of, of brokers that remain. Some are investing a bit into technology, others are not, just maintaining that relationship approach. So we're, we're very cognizant of what's happening out there. We're watching it closely in terms of what we think makes sense to, to either replicate, for lack of a better term, to try to differentiate a bit more, or quite honestly, to avoid. I think, obviously, our perspective is that we want to build a network from a carrier perspective that we can present to our shippers to better match trucks with their freight. And in reverse, we want to make sure that we can build a network of freight that we can present to our carriers and better match that freight with their trucks to keep them moving full all the time. Technology is going to play a huge role in that. Scale, density, and size really helps empower that, which is part of the people story and really developing those relationships to bring in more trucks, to bring in more freight. And combining that tech to build up those networks that better match against each other and better serve our end customers, both the shipper and the carrier. Obviously, behind the scenes for all of that, pricing is really important. Um, predictability of where a truck's going to be is very important. All of those things are key techno technological elements that we have to stay in front of because we all believe here at NTG the puck is going in that direction. I do believe with technology and scale and density that there will be consolidation in this space. The fragmentation that exists, 18,000 or so brokers, won't persist forever. But you're starting from a very high level. That doesn't mean that tomorrow we're going to be at 10 brokers, right, or 3PLs. There's still going to be a significant amount of, of um, fragmentation. Jeff, thank you for that overview. And so with our final minutes, can we talk a little bit about more of a broad-based thematic discussion around what excites you and your team most in the market space and what you see as some of the uh, or the largest um, uh, industry-changing themes that, that you really focus on or keep track of in the back of your head? Sure. Yeah, and it goes to the last question, JT, right? Technology is the huge trend in, in the 3PL space and in the freight space. Um, we, we monitor this very closely. We have to compete against it, and we want to make sure that we're providing the best solutions using technology for our shipper and carrier partners. Um, but there's a lot of money, a lot of money being thrown at it. So we want to make sure, while we understand what these trends are, that we also understand the ones that are real valuable and gonna pay dividends down the road, both economically and operationally, um, as well as really starting to get a bit more diversified in what our offering is. So you had talked a little bit about Transportation Insight earlier, and I, I really haven't addressed that, but our sister companies that provide that freight managed solution and that parcel solution, for parcel optimization that we um, we just acquired spend management experts with John Haber. Um, we have a portfolio of solutions that really help people in this space today. 
as we saw with the pandemic, e-commerce has become a massive, massive accelerated trend. And shippers, both parcel and freight, are really looking for solutions to help keep their businesses alive. Well, some of the big players are, are really leveraging their capacity uh, in a limited way and not necessarily providing for those solutions. So we're trying to serve our shippers in this instance a whole lot more strategically to enable them if they need freight movement, if they need parcel solutions or somebody to help manage what is otherwise not their core competency, we want to be recognized as one of those players that has the expertise to do that to help them and help their businesses thrive. Yeah, that's tremendous. And I think I think it'll be both um, very interesting to see those trends and themes evolve over the coming years, but also to see your team, the Nolan team, the TI team, um, really address and excel within that marketplace. and, and uh, we look forward to watching that. Great. We look forward to, to executing and, and hopefully uh, impressing you as we go forward. Absolutely. And so with that, uh, Jeff Kelly with president of Nolan, Nolan Transportation. Thank you so much for your time. It's a pleasure to have you join us. I'm JT Anction with Freightways. Have a nice day and thank you for joining 3PL Summit. Thanks, everyone.